Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treats is is this the the passing of the torch right is this what this signifies it comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important the champ is here we've touched down from a higher plane why you made it here we always look forward to that week because it was always intense you know that we ain't coming back we got to the man the myth the legend dante hall my 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 favorite player growing up was dante hall i love you guys (laughs) too but dante was my guy Get to dashing because you're done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Looking to help your favorite Chiefs podcast? Well, we're trying to raise money to create merchandise for our online store, as well as be able to have more merch to do giveaways to all of our fans. To any of our YouTubers, if you see down below, you can show your support with the new Super Thanks option. Any amount will go a long way towards helping us launch our online store. And of course, don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks to all of our followers for your continued support. Enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm Marcus Dash. I'm here with our guy, former tight end Jason Dunn. JD, how you doing, buddy? What's up, my brother? How's it going? How's it going? We just hey, we're coming off this uh this weekend uh game. So it's gonna be real interesting coming into to week two. But there's been some some things transpired during this time in the game, and we'll we'll kind of get into the game and talking about it. But other than that, man, I've I've been doing well. I've been doing well, man. You know, can't complain. Yeah. Now, at this uh, this episode, like JD kind of mentioned, it's going to be all about kind of what we saw um, at the game on Saturday, but also kind of the aftermath of what we're seeing, what everyone's talking about, all the hype right now, and then also some of the cuts that happened this week. And then we will preview uh, week two of preseason, which is against uh, the Washington Commanders in Kansas City. So a lot of the rookies will finally get a little taste of what Arrowhead is like. Obviously not not regular season Arrowhead, but preseason Arrowhead's not bad, JD. But, Okay. Is no. there is there a big difference between uh, preseason and regular season Arrowhead? Oh, absolutely. Really? 100%. Yeah, it's not even the same. I mean, you know, the thing is, they'll still have a great crowd out there. Uh, but, you know, when the season starts, when it becomes real, you really start seeing, like, a little bit more of, like, the whole ambiance of Arrowhead, you know, and GH field. Uh, I won't leave that out there. <laughs> but, you know, like, just the whole tailgating. And, you know, coming into the game and you just seeing the, the, the parking lot just swole with people and Chiefs gear and flags flying. And, man, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a sight. And you'll, you'll get a little bit of that, of course, uh, like I said, for this preseason game. But like, there's nothing like the season, though. Nothing like the season. Oh, and I want to say this. And I plan on doing this. 
I ain't had a chance, but I was talking to uh, the guys that, that I was on the show with the other, uh, uh, the other week about going out and tailgating. So I'm gonna come out to I'm gonna come out to the game, and I'm gonna enjoy a segment of tailgating. All right, that's what I want to do. I want to come out and go and find a couple of people to go tailgate with. They gave me some names, uh, a couple of guys to go and hook up with, and I, I want to do a little segment kind of with him. Uh, just finding where, where the best tailgating is in 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 Chief Stadium because I never really had a chance to do it, man. I just I just never have. Every time I get to the stadium, it's always coming in. We get get your tickets, you know. You kind of go to like the uh, you know the 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 area, the Chiefs area where you go with mm-hmm. the families or whatnot. But this year, I'm gonna make it a point that I'm gonna be in a parking lot. I'm going to go talk to the people. I want to go taste some barbecue. I want to see the whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle, man, the whole kit and caboodle. So I tell you what, if people on here, if they got some suggestions on where to go for tailgating and what lot you're in and stuff like that for the season, hey, let me know. I'm going to let people know when I'm coming out to the game so I can come out there and taste some barbecue and stuff. So Awesome. That's yeah, that's a, you heard JD uh, comment below if you know anybody in particular. Um, and then obviously you can DM us on uh, Twitter. You can DM JD on Twitter or me on Twitter, um, and then we'll uh, we'll get this going. We're gonna get chief concerns on the road, and JD, your your brother in law is gonna be out there with you. So I have to, he uh, is filming you on this. He's gonna be filming me with it. So he, you, you know, go. we're gonna have a nice little crew kind of going in, and and you know, I I don't really eat a whole lot of barbecue or a whole lot of pork, you know, and I've kind of gotten away from the beef. But for these games, I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and bite the bullet. I'm gonna try some, and I I, I can't wait to really taste some great, great barbecue from Kansas City, right? So remember our, our brother uh, Cornell Powell was talking about the, the, the barbecue out in Kansas City. I want to see how the people do it, mm. okay? I know some of the places to go, but I want to see how some of the people do it because that's where you're going to find some of the best barbecue. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's going to be a good time, man. I can't I can't wait. I can't wait. Ooh, <laughs> it's getting here, baby. It's getting here. And if you're doing BBQ, you may as well do it right. So I I, I like that you're gonna no no restrictions on when you go do the uh, the, the barbecue tailgating. Yeah, no restrictions on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, no, we'll uh, we'll definitely make a nice little video of that with uh, when JD uh, does that. So um to get so everyone can get a taste of what JD uh, uh who JD hangs out with and uh, what he sees out there. So um oh yeah. So yeah, so now we got um, a little talk about uh, chatter about the running back group, which JD had um, had said that's a, that's one of the groups he's looking at uh, going into training camp, and then also one of the groups he was looking at going into last week. So we're gonna start tonight with the hype of um, Isaiah Pacheco, um, among other guys. But <clears throat> so last week we saw the kind of surprising where we saw Ceh. Pacheco take the second most um, snaps out from running back and with the ones. And then Jarek McKinnon got third most. And McKinnon only got like one snap. Um, so, but not really many touches for these guys. I believe uh, CH had one carry. Uh, Pacheco had two carries. And then the one catch he had, which everybody's overblowing. Uh, not overblowing, but it was a good catch. But I think everyone's, I've seen people say that he reminds them of Walter Payton highlights. I mean, it's like, it's one game. You know, Walter Payton's one of the best all time. So, like, wow. Yeah, but people, yeah, people, I'm telling you, man, the Pacheco hype is here and it's real, and I hope he pans out. But like, we need—I think we need to pump the brakes a little bit, just more than just one, uh, you know, a couple series. But yeah. um, another one besides Pacheco dominating, or people saying he dominated, uh, was the surprise of Ronald Jones playing with the threes and the fours. He didn't really look good, um, but also besides that, Derek Gore 
had uh, two drops and a fumble, um, and he's the one that we said was going to be on the fringe. Everyone's saying Rojo's gone, but I think the way Derek Gore played, I think that's not when you have a talented running back room. That's not going to be susceptible, or sustainable to, to keep that kind of play up and then leapfrog Pacheco, Ceh, McKinnon, um, and Rojo. So um, that that's also another thing. So my questions to you is. Um, what did you see uh, from the running back room? What did you see about the Pacheco hype? And do you think Ronald Jones is on the chopping block and possibly getting cut? Okay. So uh, I'll, let me say, I'll address this first. So offensively, you know, kind of what I saw, uh, obviously, you know, his first preseason game and, and, you know, of course you're going to have, you know, some of, you know, the bad steps, you're going to have the double teams not looking as, as crispy as they should. Um, you know, some of the time is going to be off, obviously. Uh, and all that's going to come with more reps. Uh, you know, but from the running back room-wise, I think CEH did a good job with his, you know, little carries that he had. He got positive yards. And so, you know, I, I expected out of CEH, you know, with the, his limited amount of carries that he was going to have. So we knew the ones was only going to have about one or two series, and that was going to be it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you knew, like, these these issues that you're going to have to deal with, uh, first preseason game, I mean, it, it – I mean, there was glaring. You could see it. You could see it where, uh, like I said, some of the double teams, some of the guys, you know, on the fits and the man, that's going to come with it. That's just going to take time. Now, uh, Pacheco, now look, he, he made a wonderful catch. He did. He made a wonderful catch on the sideline, uh, broke a tackle. That's what I love seeing. And I tell you what, that's what he's going to bring to this room. He's going to bring us to the Chiefs is he has uh, that ability to break tackles. You know, he's going to be a hard runner. He's, you know, with that speed that he's got, he's going to, you know, produce a lot of power. Uh, and that's what the Chiefs have been missing. They've been missing a guy that, you know, who is an absolute uh, hammerhead in the hole, you know, and he's going to bring that. He's going to be looking for contact. And you see it like when he knows there's nowhere else for him to go, he's going to lower his shoulder, lower his head, and he's going to, he's going to give that boom. So I like that about him, man. That, that, that's what the Chiefs have been missing for a long time, a guy like that who was a bruiser. Who's got the speed and 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 you know can can make plays? Uh, I know I know you said you know Walter Payton not uh, too like I, hey you know how I feel about this man you look it, you can't use everybody's name with everybody okay we, we just can't start doing that just quite yet right mm-hmm. uh, you know I think he's a, a talented back uh, but he, he's got some work to do he's he's got to grow and I think he'll have to get better in, like in his vision um, understanding like the pulse. The blocking scheme, uh, the breathing of the hole, the timing of everything, right? Uh, and so, as a rookie, that that's going to take some time. You know, I know he was talking about like you know the speed of the game didn't really look like it changed to him. Well, he's a fast guy; he runs a four three. The difference is uh, what he didn't see in Rutgers on a college level is linebackers who's going to be able to fill the hole uh, where he, he didn't he wouldn't expect them to be. Mm-hmm. These guys up here are running, you know, four fours, four or five uh, linebackers who are absolutely light your head up. And so I know that one run he was trying, you know, trying to find the lane and you just kind of looked at it. You know, he didn't he didn't really see it. Uh, and I think he just kind of abandoned it quick. And so kind of panicked that look. I, and that's look, that's his first preseason game, NFL game against a different team. You know, it's not the defense that he's been seeing for the past few weeks. Uh, a training camp, and so uh, it was going to present a challenge to him. But I, I, but I like I like his confidence. I like you know where he is mentally of just like like yeah man I'm you know I'm ready to go out here and do whatever they ask me to do. 
uh, I, I can't fault him for that. I, I love that attitude. So, uh, but yeah, I, I get the whole, like the, look, I, I guess when you champion guys and guys should be championed, I, I, I have no problem with that. Of supporting a guy like Pacheco, I think he's I think he's going to be a tremendous back here at Kansas City. Uh, but yeah, let's give this guy a chance to kind of you know find his way, right? I mean, he's a rookie. I love it. Hey, get behind him all the way. I'm I'm with that. I ain't got no problem with it whatsoever, you know. But then he like when he's oh he's next Gale Sayers and I okay oh wait a minute hold on you know don't start putting you know more expectations on this guy than you know he needs or you know uh, maybe you know necessarily. Uh, hasn't quite earned yet, and so mm-hmm. he's still earning his ways. He's still earning his stripes, and that's good. I like it though, man. But he's gonna he's gonna be a hard worker while he's here, and that's what I like about it. Um, I, I guess because some of the things that pretty much pretty much everyone's really high on this guy, and, and I am rooting for him. I just don't I, I don't like the expectations where you talk about Walter Payton. Yeah, I've even seen people say, "Oh, he's Kareem Hunt." Like it's like, well, not really. I mean, we, we don't know yet. I mean, we didn't even really know we had with Kareem Hunt until that first game of the. Uh, of the, of the uh, regular season when he dominated New England. I was like, oh, man, this kid's legit. So, like, we, we I don't remember the hype that we had Kareem Hunt going into the season as much yeah. as there is on Pacheco right now. And maybe it's because he's a seventh-round pick and we think we found this gem. Hopefully we did, but, like, let's, let's relax a little bit. But um, I did notice, though, uh, what, what I saw from some of the, the highlights was that I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying he lacks vision, but there is something there, and I've seen some of this college film where people said, like, Maybe it was because he had a bad old line in college where he just kind of puts his head down and like we're running to people's backs, really not really looking for, you know, trying to make sure, I guess, trying to make something of make something out of nothing with just the sheer kind of like power trying to get that. I mean, is yeah. it, that, that's the kind of stuff's not going to work in the NFL, right? I mean, no, I mean, look, I, and, I, and I've seen it when he was in college, you know, Rutgers, you know, what he was, he's kind of doing. And that that is some validity in that, of course, when you don't have a great offensive line. You know, you're just trying to make your way, right? Mm-hmm. And this that's part of the bruising where he's just like, I'm trying to get positive yards. Yeah. And and he did that. So now where you're gonna have a, a much uh a better offensive line blocking for you, probably one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Uh, then you gotta you gotta you gotta to um you gotta have faith in that. You gotta have faith in those guys that are gonna be able to make the blocks for you, right? Mm-hmm. That the blocking scheme is gonna work the way they're supposed to work. And so, like I said, that's that's part of like finding the pulse of like the whole like like you need to know what the blocking scheme is, so you know what to expect on the play. When you start to like when the vision comes in, is with the experience. It comes in when you feel like okay, I've given this hole the chance that I could finally almost give it at the very end until I abandon it somewhere else. And so, he's that's something he's got to learn, right? He, he's so used to how he was in, in college that sometimes you, you can't help who you are, right? Because, you know, he was molded that way in college. But now it's like, hey, wait a minute, totally different. You know, and I'm sure, you know, uh, the enemy those guys going to work on him and tell him, like, listen, man, look, hey, this is how you find the holes. This is what you need to do as far as, like, trusting your line is going to do the right thing. You know, making the double team or the trades and the trips and, you know, a, a zone blocking, you know, and then you find the hole and get through it. And then once you see that, that lane – Burst, man, you got to hit that burst, right? So it's not about running the guy in the back or putting your head down. We want positive yards. So once you learn how to do that in the NFL with a great line, man, then we don't know what he's going to turn into. We don't mm-hmm. he, he may be the next Kareem Hunt. I seen Kareem Hunt in in, in college. That's why I kind of I kind of knew what they were getting uh, because uh, uh, one of my best friends, his his son was a quarterback uh, at Toledo. 
Oh. And Kareem Hunt was there. And so we used to go up there and watch him play. And I was like, man, this guy right here has a lot of balance. He's got a lot of vision. He's not hard to bring down at all. And so when the Chiefs got him, I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, we played fantasy, and I picked him up. And I was like, man, who's Kareem Hunt? I said, man, I'm telling you. I'm going to tell you who this guy is. I watched him at college, and his balance and his vision, what he's got to make guys miss and not get knocked down, you watch what he's going to do. Mm. So, so yeah, man. So it, it's it's a lot of patience with him. It's a lot of just teaching him what it means to be a running back in the NFL. Mm. And if he's watching these guys ahead of him, he's going to be fine. Now, let's get to the Rojo issue, all right? I know you, you asked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just think it's unfair. I really do. For Rojo to play with the, the twos and the threes O-line. I mean, it, it was an absolute debacle to go out there, man, and try to, you know, run behind those guys who wasn't doing a very good job of blocking. They was missing blocks. They was missing assignments. And so Rojo's out there running for his life. Shoot, Crumb was out there running for his life. He was. Uh, <laughs> Boucher was out there running for his life. I mean, the, the guy Crumb reminded me of the guy from uh, uh, Necessary Roughness. You know, I can't think of Spicoli. Is that his, I don't know what the guy's name. Spicoli's uh, off of Ridgemont High. Yeah. It's the quarterback that had the glasses on. You know, like, blow the whistle, blow the whistle. That's that's what it seemed like to me, man, with that uh, with that line. And they need to get better. They need to get better because some of those guys that was missing those blocks and those assignments mm-hmm. were actually put in to replace Orlando Brown Jr., you know, talking about maybe being this guy the starter. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm like, yo, hey, if that was going to be the case, it was going to be a hard day, a hard time in Kansas City if that joker didn't come back. So those guys just know they got to get better. Hey, one thing, hey, the eye in the sky don't lie. The film don't lie. People can lie all day. They can say whatever. But that film, mm-hmm. it ain't going to lie, man. It's not going to lie. Hey, coach, he did this. No, he didn't. He just kicked your butt. Hey, coach, no, he didn't. You missed your assignment. And so I'm not being harsh right here. I'm just, I'm being fair. Like, you know, as a a coach, I'm being as a coach and as a player, this is your expectation. And so some of the stuff I've seen out there from these guys that's in the NFL, it's not going to get it. It's not going to cut it. And matter of fact, it's going to get you cut. It ain't going to cut it. It's going to get you cut is what it's going to happen. Yeah, I felt I felt bad for Ronald Jones. I mean, people online, I I was getting kind of annoyed because there's people online who were like rooting against guys on our team. It's like, you're Chief fans. Why, why are you why are you rooting against these guys? Like everyone's laughing about Ronald Jones. And yeah, I, I guess anyway, sometimes it is reality. It's like, oh, well, he's probably not gonna make the team. And you know, we're big Josh Gordon fans. We'll get to the Josh Gordon stuff in a second. But yeah. like people were like rooting against him for not getting his feet down, Cornell Powell for dropping pass, Ronald Jones for getting tackled behind the line on a toss play again with these these threes old lines. Like, what are we doing? First off, I get we're calling that play because we were tr- we're trying to see different looks from these guys, you know, how they can yeah. pull and all that stuff. I understand that. Well, it was abysmal. I mean, it was really tough to watch to see Ronald Jones get tackled for a loss like, on a, almost every play. They get four four carries for one yard in, in that game. Wow. I mean, that's awful. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was horrible. It was horrendous. It was watch man watching it. I was just like, wow. That's what man. Look, that'd get a guy hurt. Yeah. So it's not him just making the team. That 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 can might end his career. Yeah. And I'm I'm sure in that offensive line room, it is being well known. You got to do a much better job than this. Mm-hmm. Seriously, that's just not okay. It's not all right. I don't care what you say. Hey, sorry about that, coach. Nah, sorry, it's not. It's not enough. It's not gonna get it done. So mm-hmm. you're gonna find yourself out on the street blocking like this. 
So sometimes, man, guys are going to get certain opportunities. That's what ends up happening. Yeah. But I, I don't think that he, you know, Rojo, I don't think had a fair shake at it, man. It's just not fair having him in there. And yeah. I think also, too, like you said, uh, with Derek Gore, Derek Gore just didn't really, you know, perform. And I think it's a lot of the pressure, man. He, he feeling the heat on him, too. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, that, that's, that's a, the room, the, the running back room, some good talent in there. And I like it. And I like the, the mix-up of it yeah. because you do have CH, you do have Pacheco, you do have McKinnon, and you do have Rojo, mm-hmm. right? And so, all, I, to me, all four of those guys have a role. Like, I, I think the, the, all four of those guys, you can't go wrong. I don't feel like it's necessary, being a fan, that if you champion one guy, that you don't root for the other. I, I don't get that. To me, yeah. it, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, why do that, right? Like you said, as long as they all wearing the same jersey right now, we're going to champion for all of them to get yeah. there. Now, we know everybody's not going to make it, but, hey, man, why is there? Why not? Yeah. Shoot. At the end of the day, the team, they're not going to pick the, a bum. They're going to pick the best guy there. So if it does turn out to be one, the guy, one guy that we're standing for, but, like, if it's going to be somebody else, it's like, okay, well, that's fine. They That person rightfully did great during the training camp, and he made the team. Uh, I'm not going to be mad or upset. I mean, like – yeah, like someone, one guy on Twitter when we were talking, I was talking about Josh Gordon and then Cornell Powell, and I was, you know, rooting for Cornell also. Cornell Powell dropped the slant, and the guy, like, gave a crying emoji. Like, yeah, that guy, that guy's not making the team. It's like, I mean, what, you're, you're clapping about a guy like, having a – I mean, yeah, he dropped the pass. Well, why are we, why are we like, clapping about it? I'm like, happy about it. It's, it's weird. It's, it's a weird dynamic, actually. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. I, I'm, you know, I'm just – I'm not in that, you know, that mindset, man. You know, to me, you know, look, it's all about competition. We don't know who's going to make, who's not going to make it. But we know also, too, this is a performance business. Mm-hmm. So these things are going to be, you know, uh, 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 without a doubt, emphasize that, you know, you got to make plays. You got to do certain things, you know, to make the squad. Yeah. But, you know, the whole boo-hoo and all that, I don't know. Man, it's crazy. Yeah. And that's the thing too. It's like, you know, these guys, for whatever reason, they're in the, they're in the third or fourth team. They have to show the best they can show with what, I mean, yeah, we're talking about like not really getting a fair shot because, you know, Rojo's going against with the third team O-line and Pacheco McKinnon and CH are getting the, the first team guys like, well, how am I, how am I supposed to compete for a spot with those guys when they're getting better blocking than I am, but I'm, I'm going with these guys. I Man, I get that's how that's how it's always been when the NFL. Like you know, some guys are gonna get the third team looks, some guys are gonna get the first team looks. But you gotta make right. the most of the opportunity. But I feel like it's 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 tough and it's 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 hard to get a g- good comparison. I guess. Well, I mean, it is. It's very hard. It's very hard. It's very tough. You know. So it's almost like we remember back then, the Hard Knocks and and uh, uh, Casey, the quarterback, was talking about. Man, I gotta make. You know, uh, what, what, what was it? Oh, some chicken, some of that chicken shit. What was it? What yeah, was yeah. It? I got to make chicken salad out of it, you know, basically, shit, uh, yeah. you know. And he's like, yeah, that's basically what you got to do because this is the position you're in, right? Yeah. Hey, man, I get it. And sometimes people will say, well, you should have performed better at this part of camp, you know, to kind of get that look to be in that position, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to be the first or second team. Uh, but, you know, you also got to be fair. But also, two coaches understand that. They know. Mm-hmm. They know, like, Look, Rojo's uh, is he's a proven guy in the NFL, right? We know that. So, uh, yeah, I just think it's unfair when he has to be, you know, run behind those guys. Mm. So, yeah, 
I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see if there's any kind of change up in the, in the running backs room this week. If they if they do try to give Rojo some shots with with the other uh, twos or the or the ones the uh, the O line there, because I mean I've seen in training camp he's run with the twos and the ones before, so it's not like unheard for him to just go from you know back of the depth chart to the top. I mean, he's run with the ones and the twos, so yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, and, so, and no, it's it, look, man, it's look, it's it's without a doubt uh, this camp in certain positions is going to be tough. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be tough as far as like making a decision about who's going to get, you know, the nod for mm-hmm. it. And the running back room is that's absolutely one position that's going to be a tough one yeah. about who who's getting the carries in that room, right? How do you how do you divvy all those things up for those guys? Yeah. Also, and, and I'll say this too, kind of what you said about Gore, for example, like you know he's playing with the twos and threes. He's clearly pressing because he knows it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for him to make that team. Two drops, a fumble. I mean, that's just that's a lot of th- thought thinking going on, probably. Well, that, hey, sometimes people know when we do that in pre- in, in in a preseason game. Mm. Like, oh shoot, man, that's it for me. I'm yeah. done. Like you already, like you already know it. <laughs> Some you walk you walk over to the sideline. Nobody want to look at you. You know they looking looking past you. You know you just want to try to get some eye contact. Like can somebody say something to me? Like, hey man, good job. Like don't worry about it. Hey, coaches don't even look at you. Uh huh. Yeah, got it. You know, they like, don't worry about that guy. He ain't going to be here tomorrow. Don't worry about it. He ain't going to make it. Well, he left that game with a neck injury. Um, Like, it, it, obviously, it, it wasn't anything big because they said, like, two days later he was fine. But, like, I, I think that was right after the fumble, too, or one of the drops. Yeah, it's like, ah, my neck. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, 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 wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, I think yeah. I'm hurt. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, don't, I You know, I don't want to say that. Hopefully that's not what it, the case yeah. was. So. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, regardless of who you're a fan of, I mean, I think we're in a good position with the with the with the running backs we do have on the roster. So like, that's yeah. one thing to take away from this. Whether you're rooting for a certain player or not to make the team, it's like we're we're in a good shape with the guys in that room. So I we're in good hands. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I'm happy. Yeah, hundred percent. Now we're gonna go to the, the next topic where this is. This is a guy that we've, you know, we've been standing for since the since the get since we signed him last year. Um, and the position that we looked at the wide receiver position group last week uh, during that game. Obviously, you know, you have the four guys who already carved out their roles. So with Juju, not roles, but the guys who are, gonna, who are locked for the team: Juju, MVS, Sky Moore, um, and Hartman. Those are the four, right? So it's it was the five and six, which we were kind of like, who's going to be that? Everyone who's been a big fan of Justin Watson, um, he looked like he was the one who kind of took off uh, in that game uh, against the Bears. Looked pretty good. Um, I mean, I will say Shane Bouchelle played his ass off. I mean, he was making it easy for receivers. I know that's the quarterback's job to make it as easy as possible for receivers, but I mean, if Josh is getting that kind of uh, those balls to him, you know, I think we'd be talking about Josh Gordon right now uh, instead of Justin Watson. But Justin Watson made the most of his reps. Um, Doris Fountain got a lot of catches in that same the same series where uh, Justin Watson um, took off, uh, but then our guy Josh uh, Josh Gordon was with um, the, uh, Dustin Crum, and he had I think he had one series of Bouchelle, but it was mainly Crum in the twos and in the, in the threes and the fours. Um, yeah. Bouchelle threw one to him on the sideline. He caught. Yeah, that yeah. Was well, the that, first that, that, he, that was one But it was odd. I mean, but it was a good catch by Josh, right? Yeah. High. Went on, went on point. It was a late ball, but yeah. yeah. Go ahead. And then another, and another one where that was crumbed from on the sideline. The other sideline couldn't get the other to, uh, toe down. So he had two good catches, but he couldn't get both his uh, toes down. Um, and then uh, Cornell Powell, our guy we've had on the show, um, 
had a had a couple catches, but he had that one drop on that slant. Um, it was wide open drop, but you know. Um, yeah. So, but you know, he had a good game. Other other than that one little blip, he had a, a solid game. Um, and then and then uh, Corey Coleman really didn't do much. I saw him in the return game had an, had a solid kick return. But yeah, so right now, if the five guys are Watson with the other with the other four that we named earlier. Then it comes down to the sixth, the sixth spot of his position, um, and that's between Fountain, Josh Gordon, and Corey Coleman and Cornell Powell. Everyone thinks Fountain's going to get it because he's already running with the twos, um, and he plays special teams, so that he'll automatically get it. I think pump the brakes on that. Um, and also today, uh, McCall Hardman had a groin injury, and Juju's been out of practice for the last two days with a knee injury. So those are two injuries to look look at, right? So you may want to carry an extra receiver. Who knows? But what the good the good thing about this is. We're probably not going to play Juju or Hardman on Saturday with these with these injuries they have right now. Probably be on the safe side. And they're not serious injuries, but be on the safe side because we know those two are making the team. But now that gives us what we want, which is equal amount of reps to Fountain, Josh, and all the guys who are fighting for that sixth receiver spot. And I think that's going to be – what we see on, on Saturday, it's going to be who, who makes the most of their opportunity. Um, right. So I'm going to ask you here. What do you think of obviously? What do you think of Josh Justin Watson's play on Saturday? And do you think he is the fifth guy? And who do you think comes out on top of that six receiver spot? Uh, no, I, look, Justin Watson, he, that Joker played his butt off, man. He he did a heck of a job. Mm. You know, he looked good out there. He really looked good out there, man. Caught the ball solidly, ran great routes, uh, got open on, in end zone, went up to go get the football. So he, man, he did a he did a superb job on Saturday, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, and so, you know, is does that validate the fifth pick or the fifth spot? Yeah, possibly, no doubt about it. I, I think you you could definitely make that argument. I mean, he's been showing it, and so he he's been making plays in practice. Uh, so I I definitely believe he's going to make the roster, no doubt about it. I, I think Justin Watson is going to be able to make the roster. He's going to be able to help, you know, the offense man uh, with what he does. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I think I think he did a great job on Saturday. Uh, now, Darius Fountain. I don't know. I don't know. You know, as far as you know, if he's a lock for the sixth pick or you know the sixth spot, and Josh is the seventh or whatever. Uh, you know what, man? You know what it boils down to, and everybody talks about special teams. But to be honest with you, you know, on special teams, you either got to be the return guy that's going to make sure you get the nod. Or you got to have a significant role on special teams. And usually as a wide receiver, man, you're going to be a gunner or you're going to be a guy that's a safety. You know, maybe come down, make a play on, on kickoff. But, I mean, it's not – like I said, it's not really that much a significant role as far as, like, special teams, especially if you're not that guy. If you're just going down as a gunner, I mean, you could get a defensive guy to do that. Mm. I mean, they're much better than wide receivers are making tackles in open space. Wide receivers just have the speed to get down there. And so – I don't know if that necessarily, like, as far as that special team is, like, one of the things that you use to say he has a nod over Josh mm-hmm. Gordon. And I'm talking about Darius Fallon. But I'm, I'm in the camp of saying that I don't understand why so many people are just hating on Josh Gordon. I just – to me, look, I get like – like I said, you get behind – certain guys and you champion them. So, you know, have your horse and you bet on him and you, you, you ride with him. Uh, but the thing is, I'm, I'm going to say this. Josh Gordon is a guy 
that if any offense, any offensive coordinator had on their squad, that's a guy that you want to keep. That's a guy that you just need to have. And so a guy that with his ability, his athletic ability uh, to go out there and make plays, and I'm watching him when he's not having the football. So I'm watching the routes that he's running when the ball's not coming his way. I don't know if everybody else is doing that, but I am. I mean, that's just film study, and I'm just looking at this guy. And so to me, uh, you know, Josh is is still a, a good receiver. In my, in my estimation, I mean, look, I, look, I've been around a lot of football. I have. I've seen a lot of wide receivers. I've been a lot of football. Josh Gordon, uh, at 80% of what he used to be at from 2013 or 2014, when everybody wants to reference to, because he's not that guy. That guy's gone, right? But the guy's a more mature guy. He's, a, he's, a, he's, he's Josh Gordon, 2022, who's 31 years old, doesn't have a whole lot of miles on his legs, but still has speed, still has athletic ability, still has strength still runs great routes and can still catch the football with his hands. That's another thing. That sucker could snatch the ball, right? We know this. And so the coaches know it. That's the reason they brought him to Kansas City. Ain't no doubt about it. I get people all want to move off from him while he's washed up. Look, let me say this, okay? And this is where the whole, the whole pump your brakes on the whole, all oh, he's washed up and stuff like that. I'm saying this. If Josh Gordon doesn't make the team, it's not because he lacks ability. It's going to be because of the scheme that we run. That's the only reason that he didn't fit into the scheme that the Chiefs are wanting to put, you know, put in what they have. Well, that's that's going to be it. It's going. To, he's not going to fit into the scheme of what they want and to utilize all his talents, right? And so sometimes the things just doesn't work. Sometimes it just doesn't happen that way. Then you get a guy and you would like, look, he's a talented guy. But what we want to try to do scheme wise, we're trying to fit him into what we try to do offensively, and so. We've seen him run like the jet sweep doing the motion. I'm, and I was kind of glad. I'm like, okay, well, shoot, now he's doing a little bit of that, right? Yeah. Because he's a big body. And shoot, that's a guy that's going to be able to fall forward for four or five yards because he, he's going to be able to run over some folks. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's promising seeing that. But, you know, the whole like, oh, you know, yeah, washed up at, at just not so. I'm telling you this. If I'm an offense coordinator, I'm going to make sure if I'm looking in a room and I'm looking at all the guys in the room, I'm going to sit well at night. I'm, I'm going to put my head down on my pillow to sleep better at night knowing 12 was in that room with me. Mm. If I'm going into battle, I don't care if he's going to be a reserve or he's going to be. If I got 12, I'm all right with that. I'm like, I'm going to look one, two, three, four, five. Okay. We got 12 in here. Good. Cool. Bet. Mm. So I think, I think he's making his way back. I think he, he's, you know, because he got hurt at the end of uh, OTAs and, and you know what I'm saying? Yep. The mini camps. And so that might have been part of the reason for his slow start during the summer. Mm. And so, yeah, it's going to take some time. This might right here may be the most opportune time for him to actually show what he can do. You know, since McCole, uh probably won't play, I'm sure he he's not going to play because of grown injury and then mm -hmm. Juju uh, not playing. So maybe if he gets some reps with the ones and the twos, then he may get a little bit, some more of those looks. Yeah. Because as far as like ultimately, man, physically, ain't nothing that Josh can't do. Ain't nothing he can't do. And I'm going to be honest with you. Look, Josh Gordon right now at 85%, 80% of what he used to be is still better than most of the league wide receivers out there. Full stop. I don't care what you say. All right, look, everybody can have their own opinion about it. Look, I'm watching these guys out here. I'm watching guys from other teams and I'm sitting there watching this. Josh Gordon has that ability, mm. period. If I'm sitting there watching a uh, 35 or 34-year-old A.J. Green go out there and catch 54 balls uh, in, in Arizona, 
Josh Gordon could definitely do that at 31 mm-hmm. in Kansas City or go anywhere else and go do it. So even if it's not at the Chiefs, he could go somewhere else and still catch a lot of ball. He could be effective. Yeah. So if he's on the waiver wire, somebody's going to pick him up. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, then they 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 stupid. I'm going to tell you that. I just think if the Chiefs got rid of him, they would get rid of him because they want him to go find uh, a home like they did Lonnie Johnson, right, mm-hmm. early, so get a, get a fit somewhere. But it will be, like I said before, it's not going to be off his, his lack of ability. It's just going to be where he he goes into the whole scheme of things. I always said this is like a small man's offense, right? That's You see smaller receivers in this offense because there's a reason because of what they do with the movement and finding windows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But a big body like Josh, back shoulder, fade route, you know, go get it, body up. And, man, that's, that's all his ball. You know, he's basically like a tight end man in, in that body. So, you know, we got Travis roaming the middle and Jody's going to be able to help out on that. But Josh, man, you know, go go deep with it. Shoot, mm-hmm. Run a nine route. I don't care if that's the only thing he runs. Give him a shot. Throw it up to him. If he's in the end zone, give him a shot. Throw it up to him. He got big hands. He's going to snatch the football and he does a great job, you know, eyeing and, and catching the ball at the high point and strikes and stuff. Yeah. He's going to do that. So, that's why I'm at with it, man. You know, everybody could disagree with me, but I look, I like I said, I know ball. I talk to guys, I talk to you know, coordinators. You know, and we I asked, like, man, what do you think about this? And they was like, yo, JD, I tell you what, this is where I'm at. And so I know how guys feel. And sometimes one of my boys is like, man, well, you know, he only got the name uh and you know the size. Well, shoot, sometimes the name and the size is all that matters. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's still going to strike fear. It's still going to be a, a sense of respect with the guy like that. Mm-hmm. i tell you what. Look, Mike Tyson ain't Mike Tyson from the 1998 Mike Tyson, right? He's not that guy. But I guarantee right now, if I'm looking for some of the baddest dudes on the planet, Mike Tyson going to be on He's going to be on my on my side. Oh, yeah. I'm looking for it, okay? Because I know at any moment that Mike Tyson – is going to have a 1996 punch on somebody. He's going to have a, 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 a uppercut and a hook. He's going to have that with him. Yeah. Might be one time or five times, but I guarantee, man, one time that sucker comes out, mm. what? he is taking you out. Yeah. I think Josh has that ability to maybe go out into the game to still get four catches for a certain amount of yards, right? Mm-hmm. I just do. And so it's, it's a little bit unfair. Okay, I know I'm going on a little rant here, but I'm, I'm just I'm passionate about it. It's a little unfair when we when he when he came in uh in a in a basically in an offense where he used the words insurmountable, right? It's gonna be hard for anybody to come in during the season to try to learn this offense and then try to fit into what they were trying to do, mm-hmm. right? It's it's really tough because now all of a sudden you go from where you hadn't really played, you know, fully uh or consistently for two years, uh, into now the offense where you got the best quarterback in football who has velocity coming out of his hand like a, a like a pitcher. Like his, mm-hmm. like his father was throwing heat down the down the pipe, uh, and now you got to learn this this highly complex offense. Mm. So, yeah, you know what we were expecting. I'm sure people were expecting 2013, 2014, Josh, when you heard his name, right? That was our expectation. Yeah. Everybody wanted to move past because they didn't get that guy. Well, that's not the guy that was going to show up, right? But it's still Josh Gordon, and Josh Gordon still is a ball player. He's a player. He's a good wide receiver. So, I, look, man, that's why I'm at in this whole vein of things. Uh, I don't, you know, people could disagree with me all they want to. 
Mm-hmm. Like I said, if that was my druthers, I'm the coordinator. If I got 12 back there and I'm looking at Josh Gordon, his name on his on his jersey, got flash. Hey man, I'm gonna bring you in. You're gonna be you're gonna be on my squad. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try to make it put, I'm gonna try to get the ball to you. So this is gonna be a great opportunity, I think, for him. Mm-hmm. Uh coming up this week. And it's gonna be on him to to show what he can do if he fits on this. And yeah. I think what it, you know, the thing is, he's been trying to fit into this whole thing this whole time. Uh, and maybe he just needs a little bit of that confidence or kind of that commitment to say, okay, this gives you some reps, see what you're mm. going to do. Uh, and I got to say, uh, whatever happened on Saturday, right? The two, two catch, two guys, two drops, not drops, but they, they weren't, you know, incomplete passes, right? They were nice looking grabs. The one, the one that you know, both he had to pluck out of the air, you know, show his athletic ability. So he's still showing that he's got it, right? Yeah. Uh, what uh, the reports are saying, which I'm still trying to grasp, why the media there is just like I see clips about Justin Watts and I see clips about Pacheco all day long, but it's like, and I'll see tweets, bi- videos, right? Then I'll see tweets where it's like, oh, jo- Josh Gordon's like playing pretty hard today. It looks like he knows he's on the fringe of making the team. He's playing hard. It's like, okay, well, show me the clips then. I don't see any clips of it. I, I I barely see clips of Josh Gordon. I'll, I'll see tweets, and I saw another tweet the other day. It was a, uh, oh yeah, Josh Gordon was running around, fell on his butt. Um, he got he got he had to change um he had to change his cleats soon after that. And then sometime, what's that? No, I was gonna say sometime, man. It, look, you know, all that is is just creating a narrative for a guy because they don't champion for him, right? Right. They don't want him on the squad. They move the you know the media's moved off from him, mm-hmm. from him, and so that's the, that's reality of it. So some of the media, some of the fans have moved from him. You know, I've seen enough from Josh Gordon and all this guy's a bum. All this guy's washed up. They've moved on from this guy. Okay. They've already made it. Their minds up. They made a decision. That's what they're going to do. Here at Chiefs Concerns, we're in a different camp. You know what I'm saying? I want Josh to make it. And I think a lot of other people out here want him to make it. You know, maybe the silent people were saying like, look, man, we know he still has his ability. And so we see that glimmer of light that, you know, what he had. The mm-hmm. thing is, when he, those two routes, he was open. Yeah. The balls were late. There was two late balls on it. Mm-hmm. That out route, patched on it right now. That ball's out there. He's catching it inbounds. Mm-hmm. You know, he's doing the two tough, uh, uh, two-toe drag, yeah. right? Probably could have got the other one down, but it was close. Should have. The second one, he has to jump to pull himself back. Yeah. He catch the football. Because he's like, man, this ball should have been on me. Yeah. And so, look, man. Let's just let's just be honest with what we what we what we seeing out there. If it's Patrick Mahomes throwing the football on those two uh, passes, they're catches. Yeah, no doubt about it. And he snagged them both, you know, with his hands, no problem. So, yeah, and I wonder too if Josh had had completed both those catches. I wonder if the narrative would have changed where it's people are saying, "Oh, pack your bags, Josh, you're out of here." But if he catches those passes, oh man, uh, Josh, Josh is uh, really making a case for himself. It's like just. <laughs> Yeah. They still would have found something negative about it. They would have but, still said, "Oh well, you know, he's going against the the second corner or whatever like that, so he yeah. should get on." It it, it it still would have been something because they are, like I said, they already made their mind up about this deal. Mm-hmm. You know, so my thing is, Josh, if he, if he sees this or stuff like that, man, look, we are on your side. Yeah. Okay. And, and look, the Chiefs brought him in because they knew who they had in this guy. Oh yeah. Okay. So let's not get it twisted. We already know what it is. Mm-hmm. So they know the ability that he's got. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, yeah, it does take some time. So he needed that whole offseason to learn the offense, but I think he has down now. Okay. There's good competition that's in the room, which is great. You know what I'm saying? To have that competition. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my thing is, if you are staying with the with the those guys, yeah, uh, MVS, Juju, uh, Hardman, uh, Sky. You know, now you got uh, Justin Watson. Shoot, it, in my my book, Josh is right up there with everybody else from that point on, right? Yep. Josh, Darius Fountain, uh, Cornell Powell, all those guys are in that that kind of that boat of, of things. Yeah. But I tell you what, I tell you who's a proven receiver in the NFL. I tell you that. Okay. Yeah. I tell you, I tell you the dude that has the ability that people still uh, respect. I tell you that. And it's not saying anything bad about the other guys because I love those guys too. I think all those guys can still play. But I tell you what, if 12 figures it out and just goes out and just play, mm-hmm. shoot. I I I know who would be one of the top receivers on the squad. Put it that way. Yeah. And I and I'll say this too. And I think someone's gotta give for this where it's like not knowing I'm not saying anything against Doris Fallon or Cornell Power or anybody else. I nah, think like, that I love them guys. Yeah, love them. Cornell's a friend of the show. We, we love Cornell. Absolutely. Rooting for him. If Josh makes the if Josh were to get cut, there's a high probability he'll get claimed off waivers and he'll go to Denver. Russell Wilson loved him and he want he wanted him in Seattle. That's part of the reason why he had a problem in Seattle. Yeah. I guarantee he'll be on the first plate to Denver. Yeah. Besides that, I think there's a high probability if we let Fallon or Cornell Powell go, I think we could probably get those guys back into our practice squad again. You know, I, I I think we could. Whereas Josh Gore, I think he's I think he's I think he's gone. He's gone if we let him go. Oh yeah, no, no doubt about it. He, he's he's going to be a hot topic. I get look. I I right now, just off the top of my head, shoot, I could probably name you ten teams that could use him right now. Oh yeah, easy, easy, and I guarantee somebody's like, oh, they let him go. Make a phone call right now. Go get it. I I promise you that. So they're gonna take a chance with him. Shoot. Yeah. Because we seen we seen what's out there in the NFL oh, on yeah. teams, wide receiver. Uh, you know, some rooms get crowded sometimes, man. And and, and sometimes it is just that uh competition. Yeah. You know, it's as things work, man. But I, I just you know, to say he's washed up, man, come on. They say the same thing about old uh, uh Odell Beckham Jr. Say the same thing. Yeah, he goes out there, get a better quarterback, better system. And he's hitting people over the head, and he's hitting himself his head on the goalposts, mm-hmm. burning everybody. So we could say that everybody's so quick to oh he's washed up because, like I said before, everybody's expecting twenty fourteen Josh to show up last year. Yeah, for a man that hadn't played consistently for two years, right? Trying to learn a, a very uh, a complex offense, uh, he's behind. Okay, yeah. fine. You know what? They still got the uh, the uh, AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hey. Whole off season, things happened, didn't work like the like it was. Guys in the room, man, uh, and that's what I love. I love the room because you got a lot. Of, you have you have <laughs> you have a problem that didn't uh, that, that wasn't there last year, right? Because it was like, oh my gosh, who do we have, right? Yeah. Who, you know, we got Tyreek, uh, you know, Hardman, you know, who's not consistent, uh, and then Pringle. you know you got Pringle and Robinson, you know, then it's like, oh, who, right? It was one of those things. Yeah. Now, shoot. Now, now you got some guys. Yeah. It's gonna make it tough. But it's a it's a it's a now it's a gauntlet. So whoever comes out on top of that six receiver is like, well, you worked your butt off and you you earned it. So like, there you go. Hey man. Hey, look. That's how that's how the NFL goes. And so if he makes the team, cool. If he doesn't, fine. But I know you know somebody's gonna be able to utilize him. 
You know, and I've said if you're looking around the league and the older guys is getting signed and they still catching 54 balls, A.J. Green and then Julio going down there to Tampa, you know, uh, o- o- Odell Beckham Jr. is going somewhere. There's a lot of guys that are not washed up that got names that yeah. is good receivers. So, yeah. you know, somebody's going to be able to use it. Somebody's going to be able to use his talents. Yeah. I, I promise you that. I, 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 I'm still hoping it's in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, of course. Of course, man. I, you know, and, and I'm, I'm going to say, you know, the reason – I like for it to be in Kansas City. And it's just not about making the team. I think the entire structure of the organization about how much they care about the players. And I think they're investing in Josh. I think Josh understands that and he feels like this is a home for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think works in his favor. Yeah. That's why I say that. I think it he, he for uh I don't want to say for the first time, I want to say he's very comfortable out here. Mm-hmm. He feel he feels a welcoming. Uh, you know, area and environment of Kansas City and the organization. We're a top organization out there, man. Yeah. Oh, and that's what I like about it because I'm, I'm sure they're giving you a lot of support and they care about their players. They care about them. So, yeah. uh, you know, maybe other places he, he played at, you know, all they care about winning and what you can do out on the football field. Kansas yeah. City is going to be a little bit more different. And I think he feels that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they made him feel uh, uh, very, um, you know, comfortable being here. Yeah. And, and, and he's turned his life around and a lot can say, you know, being in Kansas City maybe, maybe it helped him. No doubt. No doubt. And that's, sometimes that's what a guy needs, man. Mm-hmm. He, needs, he needs that that support. And support is very important, you know, for a guy like this. And I think yeah. he, he's, he has that humility, you know, and humbleness because he understands uh, what they, they offered him, you mm-hmm. know, the gratitude that he has with that. So, yeah, that's, that's the reason I'm saying that. I think I, I, that's my uh, my selfishness for him to be here, you know, because yeah. I, I know it's a great organization for him, uh, the great atmosphere for him to be a champion and a winner. Mm. So this weekend, you think that's going to be the? It's going to tell. It's going to tell us a lot about the, that that la- those last few spots in the the la- this last spot with the receivers. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I think it, it'll start bearing itself out, mm. you know. I think so. You know, you got the third game, of course. Uh, so they always come down to the last cuts. Right. right? There, I mean, there's other guys I know that, you know, from from what the cuts going to be, there's going to be some other guys, man, that's going to kind of, right. you know, leave up out of here uh, because of that. But I, I, like I said, if it was something that they got rid of, it was like, hey, okay, maybe it's best for we get rid of him now so we can go somewhere and, and find somewhere to go play. Right. Right. Uh, or look, we pushing for him to kind of make it. If he if he turns it on, if he's healed like he should be, you know, mentally he's there with everything, still running routes and catching the football. Shoot, yeah, maybe maybe we need to have this guy. Yeah, but yeah, man, I, I just you know for the life of me, I, I could give you an argument why the guy needs to be here, why he should be here. Yeah, shoot. like I said, if I'm the coordinator, I, w- I wouldn't even hesitate. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, to, to say we're, we're arguing for maybe our sixth receiver, I mean, that's – I mean, not many people can go six deep and have their sixth guy be someone who can be very dangerous and explosive in the NFL, and that's – That's right. Six guy. And, and look, and we and we know we know there's going to be injuries, right? I mean, look at it right now. Yeah. You know, McCole's hurt, Juju, maybe with his history. And yeah. so you, you're going to need a guy, you know, that's been there before. That's got experience, you know, that can make the tough catches. Yeah. They can body guys up. 
And so, I, man, I look, and if I'm looking in room, like I said before, I'm looking at eyes and did. I like 12. Yeah. Come on, 12. Need you today, baby. Need about five from you. Can you can you give me five of them? <laughs> Two tubs? Hey, he said his press conference last week. I'm doing whatever coach tells me to do. So there you do go. Do whatever coach tells me to do. So <laughs> go get two tubs and five five catches. You know, <laughs> about about 120. Do that. Yeah, I hope I hope he shows us some of that on Saturday so we can uh put uh, say there's there's no more doubt in some of these people's minds. Yeah, but, but look, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, look, and we're pushing, like I said, for our guy, you know, Cornell Powell. Yeah, you know, and I hope he gets his due. Go out there and show what he can do, right? Mm-hmm. I just think sometimes it's unfair when you have to deal with, you know, you know, crumb and this line and you don't have the time. And all those things are different. It's different. And so, you know, you just got to do what you can do. Yeah. You know what you got. So, yeah. Well, And and also for for us, it's like when we see the BS that's going on with like who, who, who media is pushing out and who, and like they're pushing out certain people and it's like, you're putting down others. It's like, nah, it's that, 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 that's what, that, that's, I'm not, we're not letting that go, you know, so like that, that's, and that's why we're kind of ma- making a point to, okay, well, Josh Gordon is doing these things. You may not be seeing them tweeted from the, uh, the sport, the sports illustrated accounts, the Arrowhead pride accounts or the KCSN accounts, but no, there are clips of Josh Gordon out there. You kind of have to dig for him a little bit. They're making it hard to find, but we're finding, we're putting them out there. Right. Hey man, guy's still dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Still a good player. So. Yep. Yeah. So hopefully Josh can uh, go, go out there and sh- show us up on uh, on Saturday. Um, okay, so for the next topic, we we mentioned Lonnie Johnson. So this week we had to get to the eighty five players. Uh, we cut down the roster to eighty five. Uh, Lonnie Johnson was kind of the biggest surprise of the cuts that we had. Uh, he was a guy that we traded for from the Houston Texans. Stevie ran right after the draft. Um, he was going to play a little bit of cornerback, a little bit of safety. Um, straight, he's from Kentucky, went to the UK. Um, and Coach Reed said the reason why they cut him in this first round was that they wanted him to land somewhere um, sooner. So it's good on them. But he also, in the same breath, said there's a lot of talent in that DB room from the young guys. And um, so just a, just a comments on that. What did you make of the uh, Lonnie, um, Lonnie Johnson uh, release? Then also Andy Reed's comments about the young the young guys that we've kind of talked about uh, throughout this offseason. Uh, it makes sense. I believe every bit of that. I really do. You know, so, you know, Lonnie Johnson was the, like, it was a crowded room. And so he's like, hey, you know, let this guy go on and and, and get somewhere else. And somebody, you know, of course, is going to pick him up. And so th- did somebody pick Lonnie? Somebody picked Lonnie up, didn't they? Yeah, yeah uh, Tennessee did. So he's Tennessee, going back, okay. He's going back to that division. Right, right. So, you know, hey, that's that's how these things work. Uh, but it is. There's a lot of young talent in that room. A lot of young talent. A lot of guys that out there that, that are hungry, that can play. That are ball hawks, and so uh, it was good to see, man. I mean, when I started looking, I'm like, "Dad, God, how many DBs do we got?" You know, what I'm mm. saying? <laughs> yeah, you know. And we just got what's the name it uh, back, uh, uh, Fitton. And yeah, yeah. So you know, when we knew he was coming back, uh oh, Spaghettio wanted to let somebody go. So uh, yeah, man. I, I think you know with with with. Uh, McDuffie, uh, you know, you're talking about also too. I mean, Sneed, uh, Brown, Watson. You got some good safeties out there. I mean, it, there's some guys out there that's going to be able to play some ball, man. It's going to be able to compete. Yeah, and I think it's what it is. It's good to have like these young guys that uh, that are hungry, 
you know, to do that. And so, like I said, that's another that's another good problem to have. It's another good problem to have. And so it's it's going to be tough. But there's a, a lot of young guys. There's a lot of young guys. There's a lot of young guys that 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 deservingly so will get a chance, an opportunity to show what they can do. Mm. So and even and it was one of the other last round picks of the draft with Nazee Johnson from uh, Marshall. I think our last or our last pick of the draft. Yeah. He's come in. He's actually he's actually looked. He's played with the ones in uh, during, during during training camp. I mean, like he's like, even he looked good. I mean, we have so many guys um, yeah. who have just like well, these young guys. Are, it's it's really cool because we've talked about having slow secondary. And it looks like we're having a fast, really young secondary. Fast young secondary, um, and really it's all about you know being in the right position. Yeah, you know how to play on guys over top. And the thing is, what I like about the room is because they demand a lot of that demand, putting your hands on guys, being physical. And these, these guys that we got in the room, are not, they're not scared of that at all, yeah. right? So uh, that, to me, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to watch because uh, the first few weeks, man, I'll keep going back to it. You know, it's going to be – it's gonna, it's gonna be something. It's yeah. gonna be something. And so you know, you you looking at the guys, the young guys, are they gonna sw- sink or are they gonna swim? What are you mm-hmm. gonna do? So, uh, I, I think I think they'll 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 be up to the task. Yeah, I think they do. I think uh, uh, and Duffy is still working into his own. He's still he's still getting there. He's still getting there. He's still getting there. Sometimes for corners, uh, you know, the only way that you're gonna have a guy and learn what he can do, you got to throw him in there. Yeah. You have to. Uh, there's there's no other way about it. You know, like trying to get mental reps for a corner, it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. The only way you're going to be able to play is see the speed, feel the guy, uh, understand the coverage, understand the spacing uh, to really be good, to be effective. Mm-hmm. So, man, if, if you're not doing it, man, it, that's just – that's a tough road. That's a tough road to, to be, you know, especially not getting the reps. And so yeah. – uh, no, it's good because they're going to get some good competition on the other side uh, with the wide receiver room. Yeah. So it's going to make them better. That's, that's a good thing about it because those guys, you know, they're they're helping them in their growth. Yeah. They're helping them in, you know, uh, kind of what they're going to see on Sunday. So, no, nah, it's good. It's good. I mean, right off the gate, we play uh, Arizona in that high-powered offense. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a big test right away. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> woo. D Hop coming in at that, that Joker. Uh, D, D Hop's uh, he's suspended for the first six games because of. Um, oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot. Oh, that's that's right. That's it's, right. It's still high powered offense, but they yeah, not got, as lethal. Yeah, not as lethal without D Hop, but yeah. they still they still got guys out there. They still got yep. guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's who's the one of uh, the fast guy? Because they let but Kirk's not there anymore. No who's the other dude that was kind of backing him up? Uh, uh man, yeah, because Kirk's gone. Uh, tag on it. They brought they brought back Asia. Oh no, a Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, yeah Hollywood Brown. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And Rondell Moore too. Rondell Moore, Moore. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, Moore, Moore, Moore. Is, he's a solid receiver, man. Fast, quick, got some ability. Get yeah. him out of space. Yes, and AJ Green too. I mean, they they, they and uh, they, they brought in Zach Hurts still over there as their tight end. Hurts, yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hurts is still their tight end. Yeah, so that's I mean, still a pretty that's a that's a solid offense. I mean, even with that hockey, Matt's and shoot, and the running test. backs, shoot, you know they they got some boulders back there. Yeah, so. James Conner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
He won me the fantasy last year. Good, close to it, man. <laughs> I juggled. Yeah. Woo. He, he tore it up last year. He did. He did. So much so that Chase Evans had, he ran Chase Evans out of town back to, to, to Miami. So uh, kind of to Connor's backfield now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that that'll be interesting. Yeah. To, uh, to see the young guys, the young guys, kind of like you know sink or swim right right out the gate. So. Uh, yeah. take, take, take their, you know, they could take their lumps early, but you know, so what? It's going to be interesting to see them kind of mature throughout the season, regardless. And that goes for the whole team because the whole team is pretty young. So seeing them mature throughout the year, as long as you see progress, I mean, I, I don't really care, you know. Yeah, well, you know, okay, and I and I'll, I'll talk about this because the whole scope of the game in itself, defensively, man, they look good. The Chiefs look good. They did, right? and I, I know a linebacker, linebacker core is solid. I'm joking, yeah. a solid man. It looks solid. Uh, my man, uh, Kalafkas, man, I try to say the Greek freak needed him here. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to tell you, hey, uh, Dunster Domus, I'm trying to, hey, look, this is a guy that I'm saying he was coming. This is a guy that we needed. We need a guy with that high motor who's going to come, leaned up, was out there, man. He's getting at the guys. I love mm -hmm. it. I love it so much. And so, uh, you know, kind of watching some of the other guys. Uh, watch the safeties, how the what safeties were doing. Reed was going down, making some tackles. Yeah. Uh, some other guys. I wanted some other guys to kind of show up a little bit. Um, but Willie Gay, Willie Gay had that nice tackle. Where he, fill, he filled that lane when the running back was trying to make that cutback. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Willie going, yeah. Him and him and Bolton, man, is going to be, you know, Very real fun. deal. Yeah. Chanel did a great job. Uh, I mean, defense looked good. Chris Jones. Looks solid, like always. Yeah. You know, Frank didn't really get a sniff. He was trying to, but, it, you know, it's going to come. Mm. It's going to come. So, I think, man, I'm, I'm excited for this defense, man. Yeah. Defense, they look good. They, they they did. They look good. The first mm -hmm. team uh, really looked good. And so, if they Dunlap, made a couple of – Dunlap looked huge next to uh, some of the guys out there. He's enormous. Yeah. Yeah. He just uh, – it looks like he's just a long jumper with long arms and, you know, it, it, you know long legs or something. Mm -hmm. So, it, it, so someone online was saying the single digit jersey number guys that 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 makes them look bigger because the yeah yeah huge. that that too yeah what is he wearing number eight all right yeah yeah <laughs> that's funny so <laughs> yeah I was kind of looking for him to kind of show a little bit but I you know he's a he's a guy that you know in the season you'll you'll start seeing him as the time you know kind of goes yeah getting a little bit of looks mm -hmm. uh we're, we're talking about the big house that, that that came in the door for us. Whew. Huge, three three forty five or something like that. Yes, sir. And they're gonna feel every bit of that. Yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so happy he's here. So that's gonna be good. That's gonna be good. That that's a that's a wide big joker, and he gonna take two. He gonna take two. Man, he gonna be man. I'm he gonna be housing that offensive line, man. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, uh, just watching him in one on ones when he's going against Trey. Yeah. Well, they, were, they were saying that uh, some, some, well, when they were doing uh, team, um, he was like taking on uh, like three blockers at, at certain points. <laughs> hey, wild body, man. That's a wild body right there. I yeah. love it. I love it. But that's going to free up everybody else to make plays. Mm -hmm. And that's the guy that you needed. You need a guy like that. And, and with Saunders and Warden and Naughty, I mean, you could, I mean, hopefully they keep all, all those guys on. I mean, you can spell him because his whole thing is being healthy. He's never really been – I mean, he's been injury. He's hit the injury bug quite a few times in his career. So, if he can stay healthy and, you know, play a few snaps here and there, I mean, he can definitely be, you know, utilized and kind of sustained all throughout the season, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like you said, a couple of snaps here and there, man. He just And part of it is just a rotation, right? It is. 
Yeah, that's what you probably that's what you need. You need that on the defensive line is a great rotation of guys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, three forty five trotting out through all game, man. That that ain't sustainable. <laughs> no. Nah, uh-uh. <laughs> um. Okay, so for the final topic tonight, uh, so Saturday we again are going to be on NFL Network, um, and we're hosting the Washington Commanders. Um, yeah, the, fir- the first time the Chiefs will play the Commanders in the in their in the history right there, first game ever against the Commanders, um, hosting in Kansas City at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NFL Network. The Chiefs are currently a four point favorite. Um, I I watched a little bit of that the uh, the Commanders game last week against the Panthers. They played all right. Uh, they left their stars in there for a while. So, okay. Ertz is uh, – or not Ertz. Oh my gosh. I'm thinking of his uh, Wentz. Wentz with uh, – Wentz played for, for a good while in that game. So, depending on how long our stars can play, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think we're going to have a lot of guys who are fighting for spots this week. So, I think I'll take the I'll take the Chiefs money line just straight up without any points involved. So, that's the degenerate gambler side of things. Uh, J.D., what are you, what are you uh, looking for on uh, on Saturday in this game? Uh, I'm, I'm looking for improvement. I'm looking for improvement on the offensive line, without a doubt. Guys, uh, you know, I'm looking for Atlanta Brown Jr. to kind of catch up. You know, I've seen him. He's a little rusty. So, he's getting his feet right. I'm looking for him to improve. So, I'll be watching the offensive line a whole lot. Uh, obviously, the running back room, I'll be looking at the wide receivers. Uh, I think Jody going to be playing this week. So, hopefully, we'll see some of that, that three tight end set, yeah. uh, 13 personnel. Shoot, if they threw 14, man, I'm going to go crazy. Uh, <laughs> you can do a preseason, though. Preseason, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, and so, offensively, that's what I'm be looking for. Just the feet, the fits, uh, you know, the blocking scheme, how everything looks from the running backs. I'm going to look for them to, you know, find some holes. Mm. Uh, it's a good defense they're going against, so it's going to be a good challenge for them. Uh, defensively, uh, same thing. They're going to have to be going against uh, some good receivers, you know, tight end. So it's going to be a good challenge, man. It's going to be a good challenge. Good quarterback. I think Carson Wentz, man, you know, he's shoot, he's a good quarterback. I think they got to get him ready and prepared, playing in there. I mean, he's been going everywhere. He juggles everywhere. Every year he's somewhere different, seems like. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the defense, I want to see a lot of penetration. Uh, get back there, uh, cause some havoc. Uh, and maybe, man, let's see some tips. Let's get, let's get a couple of uh, – interceptions see what's going on uh and so that's going to be good that's going to be looking for so the points and stuff like that i'm not really i'm, I'm looking just overall team wise where everything is where guys are yeah uh, and their progress uh and so uh that's mainly where i'm at off the now special team wise special team wise now am i understanding that reed's going is he going to cook this is, is Buckner going to be out be back I, I I I don't I don't know. I mean I know Reed because he wants to continue to get some uh, some snaps during these games and stuff. So hey man, look or kicks. I, I get it, but shoot, if you don't know, bring another kick in, don't let that, that don't uh uh-uh. uh because he kicked that one ball and I seen the the guy die for it and I was like oh my if they hit his leg I and hurt him, shoot, that's the only thing I'm worried about because sometimes dude, they'll do some dirty stuff like that. I don't like that. And so I get it, man. I, you know, I'm glad for him getting that that little bit of an experience. But mm-hmm. shoot, I'm gonna keep putting him back there. They don't need to, you know, bring a guy in and let him kick for a little bit and then send him on his way. Yeah, and to get healthy. Yeah, I, I'm curious. Um, what we saw from the starters last week offensively, the that first drive with 
six of seven Mahomes was for 60 yards. I mean, he pretty much everyone got touched that drive besides, besides Juju, who's been his number one guy in a training camp, which I thought was funny. Um, I'm interested if Juju and Harmon don't play, I'm interested to see whether guys fill in in those spots and how Mahomes looks again with, with a different set of guys out there and how he can spread the ball around and get downfield. Um, yeah. And and that was something that I had noticed. Um, I was watching old Texas Tech uh, Mahomes highlights. Or not highlights. I was watching the game against Oklahoma, the game where they broke the, the score record. Uh-huh. Mahomes, and that, that game, what stood out to me was the fact that he was throwing to like a different guy like almost every play. It was, you know, you know, the air raid offense, spread it out. He was throwing to somebody new every time. It was like, man, he's really spread the ball around. And I'm like, this kind of reminds me of, I mean, of what we saw on, on Saturday. And it's like, it, it looks like college Mahomes where he's just spreading it out to anybody. It's like anybody on any play can get the ball. And it's just, that's what it looked like. And I'm just curious if Harmon and Juju don't play on Saturday, if that continues with the whole, with two new crop of guys out in there too. And I just think if, if he can continue to get that done with spreading the ball around with just different, different guys every week, I just, I mean, I, uh, I think sky's the limit, man. Man, look, it, it, it's easy for a guy who's a top quarterback in the league. You know, I, I I get everybody was thinking, you know, they talk about him, oh, you know, Mahomes didn't have any – without Tyreek, he's nothing, this and that, blah, blah, blah. You know, it, look, Patrick Mahomes can make every throw possible to anybody. If the guy's open, he's going – the ball's going to get there. He's going to read the defense, and if you're open, he's going to throw you the ball. Mm-hmm. You understand the offense up and down. He's got a great handle for it. Uh, he could probably call the plays if you wanted to from, from where he's at. Yeah. To be honest with you. Uh, just seeing the defense. And so I, I don't worry about that whatsoever. I, I think the guys are going to get open. That's, that's the main thing, the guys getting open. Mm-hmm. So, I look, I have confidence in uh, MVS, uh, Watson, Sky Moore, Josh Gordon, Fountain, and Powell. I got confidence in all those guys. Mm-hmm. And Coleman, all those guys is coming in, no problem. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they run at 13 personnel. Then we're going to have, you know, Jody and Gray and Travis, mm-hmm. and maybe Bell. Like, oh, well, Bell's out, didn't he? He's hurt. Yeah, he's got, he has a hip, um, uh, some hip injury. Hip, that... He's got a hip flexor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so those guys are going to be open too. But Patrick's going to be able to get on the ball. Yeah. You know, because he's a top tier quarterback. Yep. <laughs> he's the best <laughs> in the league. So no problem. No problem, man, for him. You know, I think everybody was just kind of down on him because he's like, oh, what are you going to do without him? That, now you've seen what he did this past game, right? Mm-hmm. Boop, 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 boop. But that's what the top quarterback's supposed to do. Yeah. And he did it. And he's going to keep doing it. Yeah. So. What, what, what did it was late, late, late Hank Stram said, you know, matriculating the ball down the field. And that's what that, that's what he did, matriculating the ball down the field. <laughs> yes, sir. How about those Chiefs, baby? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I'll be saying. So, yeah, no, it, it's 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 one of those things. Like, I, I don't know, and I think that all the hate and all the stuff that we heard this offseason, I think Patrick heard that. I was w- w- watching what uh, Pete Schrager on um, Good Morning Football, and he was talking about how a lot of the stuff that's going on, Mahomes pays attention to all that stuff. Not that he's in a comment on on fate on Twitter. He's not going to yeah. say anything about it, but he he stores it in here. And it's, you know, if if a guy's you know has has that in the back of his mind going into the season, he's gonna he's gonna want to go out of his way to prove the doubters wrong, even more so than he would without hearing all that stuff. So, 
Right. Keep right. keep adding that bulletin board. Keep adding to it, people. That's it. Absolutely. No. They, they, that's the worst thing he possibly do is underestimate uh, his ability mm. and what he can do. So, yeah, is it, is say, the guy hasn't proved it enough already in the, in the first four years of his career. Just man, you know, <laughs> it's opinions, man. That's how it's, that's how it is. It's always like that. And yeah. he's he's another guy that, regardless of what happens, whatever he does, mm. there's always going to be some haters that say he's not that good. He don't do that and. Backyard football and, you know what I mean, all of that, right? Yeah. Okay. I tell you what, the guy wins. He's been two Super Bowls, mm-hmm. okay? Been MVP. Yeah. Uh, you can hate only all you want to, man. Yeah. You're going to keep smacking him over the head with it, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, all right. Well, that does it for us. Thanks for tuning in to Chief Concerns presented by Bet Online. We'll see you guys next week as we preview the final preseason game. Also talk about any cuts that happen by the time of our next show and also discuss what goes on in Kansas City against the Commanders this coming Saturday. So we'll see you guys next time. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.